30 minutes of setup troubles and I don't even know we are here. Um, I am I. I'm Liv. And I'm Haley. We are joined today by our good friend Haley, who is here to discuss the topic of dating someone who is in the closet while you are out of the closet. Um, or kind of more specifically, Haley's going to talk about being in a relationship with someone who was still in the closet and also having to be closeted herself due to being in that relationship. Um, I think we're going to cover a little bit of the nuance of dating someone who is still closeted and we'll kind of look at how that affects us and how that affects our relationships going forward. So Haley, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm new to the area. Um, I joined being friends with Liv and I through the Kate Austin post. Um, So shout out to Kate Austin once again. Um, But regarding this relationship, um, it was my first relationship in the queer community. Um, It's kind of how I kind of realized I myself was queer. Um, So entering that, in the beginning, it started out that we both were kind of in the closet and we were both okay with that because I was new and understanding the things that were going on like with myself and learning and processing all of that. Um, But as things kind of progressed... I was ready to move forward and not be in the closet anymore where my partner was not ready to make that decision um, Mm -hmm. and still isn't today. So that's kind of where I stand. That's got to be insanely tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was very rough. Um, We met on our softball team, so that was the lesbian love story that everyone aspires (laughs) to have. Um, But it also made it tough because we were hiding everything from our teammates um, and just like those interactions were always very weird because you couldn't be like too close Mm -hmm. with someone because you wanted to have that transparency or the not the transparency of not appearing to be together. You wanted some severe opacity. Yes. Actually. (laughs) We wanted to not be noticed. Do not, do not perceive me. (laughs) Dude, my direction, don't look at it. (laughs) Can you walk us through just kind of like how that conversation with you and your partner at the time went? Like what was brought up? How did that make you feel for, I know that for some of our audience members, some people might be experiencing this and I kind of want to give them that visibility. Yeah. So it kind of started where, how we got together, I guess we should go a little background there, is that we had a mutual friend. We were at a house party. Um, like I said, I was on the college softball team, so mm-hmm. we had a lot of house parties. Um, and we had this mutual friend who had a friend over who we knew was a lesbian. And she had on this like weird pin. And everyone wanted to know what the pin meant, and this girl would not tell us what the pin meant. And the uh, my partner, we'll call her Jen, um, Jen looked at me because we were playing Pong and we were playing against this mutual friend. Um, and she goes, you have to ask her what that pin means. I said, why, why do I have to ask her what that pin means? Um, and she goes, well, you're the straight one. And I said, <laughs> okay. okay. I said, You've never given off straight vibes a day in your life. <laughs> and I was so. like, but am I though? <laughs> and being directly questioned like that made me go, hmm, this is interesting. Maybe I'm not straight at all, actually. Um, so then I remember like that night we kind of progressed and I was texting her and then I was slightly intoxicated. So that made me a little more bold than normal, but I kind of was just like, Hey, like, I think I like you specifically actually. And she just kind of like, was like, okay, like that's fine. Like stop texting me about this. Oh no. And I was kind of like, that's weird. Um, but okay. So we just like kind of had to feel it out and we had to actually move to Snapchat um, because I found out that her mom, so the big reason that she can't be out of the closet is her family. Um, her mm-hmm. family is very not supportive. Um, they are extremely the homophobic. Is it a religious-based thing or just beliefs-based? Um, I would say both. Okay. They definitely um, have brought God into it for sure. Mm. Um, Sky daddy. But they're also just very, very much against it. And they're also very controlling, and they would check her text messages. So Whoa. we had to been there, done that with my parents. <laughs> so we had to move to Snapchat. That my was our parents form. did that just because I literally was going on the internet on my like LG NV two, not because <laughs> not because of any like trying to see what I was doing. Damn. Yeah. No. Nope. That's so controlling. And yeah. at this point, you two were how old? Uh, I would have been a senior in college and she would have been a sophomore in college wow so real adults whole adults um still being controlled heavily by our parents yeah i can't imagine that that's insane that's really wild so 
honestly, can you walk us through a little bit of how that made you feel being so secretive? Obviously, you just mentioned you had to move to Snapchat. So what was that like for you? So at first, it wasn't that big of a deal to me because like I said, I was new to this whole situation as well. So being closeted was like the safest bet for me at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But things definitely got weird pretty quickly. So I remember I went home for like a break and um, where we went to college is not that far from my hometown. It's like an hour away. So people that I went to school with also went like high school with also went to my college. So there were some people that we knew or whatever. Um, but I remember I came home and my dad, who t- he works at the like local hospital, um, told me that one of his coworkers, who was my age, told him that Jen was like dating this girl um, who I knew and who was not me. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, that's not happening because I knew mm-hmm. that she was actually dating me. Right. Um, and I also knew that she actually was with that person at one point. So it wasn't like completely off the wall that that so had come just- up. It just, the timing was not correct. Okay. Very delayed. But I remember I was like, oh, and I told Jen about that Mm -hmm. and she freaked the fuck out. Like she was was, public knowledge that she had at any point. Yes. Did your dad say at all, like kind of what, like how they figure that out or did like somebody see Jen making out with a person? No, I think the person that Jen had been like hooking up with told this coworker of my dad's. Oh, because like the coworker was my age. And the person that Jen was, like, hooking up with, this was her friends with benefits, right, who yeah. she was, like, hooking up with was our age. And so, like, they must have been talking. And then Ooh. I think my dad was just talking about, like, the softball team at work or something, like, mm-hmm. yeah. casual. Um, and then, like, it got brought up. And then I brought it up to Jen just to, like, make wow. her aware. And it was not great. That's oh scary. Because at, at the first thing that pops into my head when you say that is just, like, Jen's safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because of too. Because if her family is that homophobic, that against queerness as a whole, the entire community, then what would they do if they did find out? Yeah, so their big threat was like they would not, um, she'd be kicked out of the family. Like she would be completely so removed. she was told that as a child? Did So how did that come up? Did they just say like outright like, oh, this is something we tell all our children. If you're gay, like you're going to get kicked out or was so, it So from what I understand, organic? Jen had had some relationships like little baby relationships like when you're in middle school like not that serious but like that age where you start to like get in relationships with people um so from understand she did have a girlfriend at that point as serious as you can count that again for like a 13 year old um but when her mom my 13 year old (laughs) relationship with my first girlfriend was serious and it was serious to me even though she didn't know we were in a relationship the way you just said hey now i immediately started saying hey Hey now now. hey Hey now this This is what dreams are made of we always have little song breaks (laughs) i love so the fact that oh man but whenever jen's mom found out about that relationship from what i was told um Jen's mom texted her child girlfriend um, these like terrible things saying she was going to hell and like she was a piece of shit and she You're, needs whoa, to whoa, not whoa, ever whoa, talk. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jen's, mother Jen's mother said that to a child? Yeah. To a fellow 13 year old? Yeah. A literal adolescent? <laughs> yep. Oh my god. A child. So let's the just audacity. Say, so it made me very uncomfortable being at like I don't know softball games and seeing Jen's mom in the crowd or like walking by her because she like Jen's mom knew that we were friends. Yeah. I put air quotes around friends, everyone. Um, but obviously couldn't know anything else. And so she'd be like, oh, hi, Haley. Like, how are you doing? I'd be like, fine. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Oh, my. Wow. I'm so wow. blown by that. Side note, all I, can th- all I can think of when you said that was, you know, oh, my God. Is it Parks and Rec? That one where they're going over, like, things that are bad and it's like, What's worse than a rapist? A, a child. child. Honestly, for for Jen's mom, it was what's worse than a gay? A gay child. <laughs> L- like literally. Wow. So for the record, it wasn't blown. Parks and Rec. It was a Vine, though. Yeah, but it's from a show. I'm sure it is, but I remember the Vine. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what. Hold on, I need to figure out where this is from, or it's gonna bother me the whole time. Oh my god. Well. Please continue with your story. Um, so we are at the part where you guys are on Snapchat. You're texting. How do you guys commit to each other? And how did that continue? Oh, it's the office. The Sorry. office. That's what it was. How do you guys commit to each other? And kind of tell us the part where 
they had that conversation with you where it was like, hey, like, we will be intimate, but you can't tell anybody. Yeah, so I think that was, like, kind of from the beginning. So we... But was it inferred or actually spoken about? Yeah. Did the words, keep this a secret, ever come out of their mouth? Not necessarily, basically. I guess not necessarily the words, keep it a secret, but um, it was definitely, she said to me many times, like, I can't come out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to come out, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to come out. Um, and she kind of put the ball, like, in my court as to whether or not being with her was a decision that I wanted to make. And I don't know, I was dumb and in love and that's what I wanted to do. So I was like, I can make this work. It'll be fine. Kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) kind of shitty. That's very shitty. That is very shitty. But when you're like young and in love like that, you're like, it makes sense. I'll do whatever I can for this person. In my head, like, there was definitely never an ultimatum. Like, I refused to do that. I was not going to put her in that position. Um, but in my, like, own head, I was like, there's probably, there's gotta be, like, a timeline, right? Because, like, a big mm-hmm. part of it was she's gonna get kicked out of her family. Well, the right. reason that was such a big deal, um, was that she was financially dependent on them. Yeah. For her undergrad, they paid for her, her undergrad completely out of pocket. She has no undergrad debt whatsoever. Wow. Um, lucky, but also not lucky. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of... So it puts you People in a, like that use that shit. Yes. Like, yeah. And like her what mom I've done for, for you. Sure, oh, mm-hmm. her mom for sure does that. Definitely manipulative in that way. Um, Sounds like my fucking Aunt Kim. So it made that very difficult um, for her to like get out from under. Yeah. So. Wow. And I'm sure she felt like constantly watched or monitored by them especially like you said earlier like with them going through her text messages and stuff she also felt very guilty um so that was always like an issue that we would have is Mm -hmm. how guilty she would feel Mm -hmm. um things would become very hard for me like emotion emotionally and like mentally um because i was her person for everything and because she was not out to a lot of people or at that time in undergrad like not at all she came Mm -hmm. out a little bit more in grad school Mm -hmm. um but in undergrad she was definitely not out um she had to come to me with all of this stuff or she, I guess she didn't have to, but she did come yeah, to me with right. all of this stuff. And so she'd be like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can be out. I don't even know if like I'm gay. And it's like, we're dating. <laughs> we are literally together. What? Like, girl, I was in your vagina two minutes ago. Yeah, I do not understand. Wow. So uh, I was, it was not great. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, Christ. My mental health was not always the best. <laughs> Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how how did that affect your mental health? And what was that like on your end? Just your feelings about what was going on? I very much, like, had to compartmentalize whenever we got into that spot. And we would do this probably once a month, at least. Wow. And you guys were together for how long? Almost four years. Oh, my Jesus. Not even on and off four years. You were consistently on for four years and about once a month. I think we had, like, one break ever wow wow omg <laughs> i'm gonna do the ringer over here yeah <laughs> my eyes are. just turned like cartoon like ooh eyes yeah. wow so where so perfect I, I love the conversation about mental health around this and so basically when did you if you ever did decide like it's time enough. For, uh, yeah when it, what time was enough when did you have that ultimatum like over those four years i'm sure you gathered a bunch of like grievances trauma responses all of these things from being like emotionally beat down because inevitably yeah. that's what it is like you want to be out and proud you did you come out to your family during this process when you were with Jen? yeah yeah we ended up i did end up coming out to my family um while, during our relationship but yeah. it took two years so was your family aware that you two were dating not in the beginning okay but after you came out they were yeah that's how i yeah so how far into the relationship was that about two years okay okay so those second half of the two years you were semi out but still had to be closeted to continue to date your partner so i remember you had mentioned that you couldn't even be out like on social media and you only really came out on social media this past summer literally in september when we went, went to, Pride to Pride together. <gasps> Wait, <gasps> stop! Yeah. That was that yeah. was your formal coming out on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. No one had that. When you posted the photo of you blowing bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's a very photo. Took that photo. <laughs> I'm mind blown, dude. I and thought it, you were like out for years. No. Um, and that was because of her, because her parents. It's not even that, like. 
Jen can't be gay. Like, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. Like, no one should be gay. Yeah. Um, like, no Jen, one in association Jen with Jen is, is not allowed to have, like, gay friends. Like, wow. they found wow. out that her, which, like, they didn't understand that Jen's friends with benefits was Jen's friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. But they did just, like, see her on campus when they would come visit for games and whatnot. And they would be like, she's gay. You can't be friends with her. Oh, so, so. Your campus was small, small, is yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was D3, it private college, yeah, private school, D3. How, how like, how many students are at your school? Maybe 1,300. Whoa. Wow. That was my graduating class. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking insane, man. Like, I can't, uh, I don't know. That's okay, a lot. so, fast forward, you're out, you're halfway through this relationship. Well, even getting to the being out part was not easy. Okay. So, um, yeah, how did that affect your relationship so, when you made that decision? Yeah. So it was a little rough. So it was weird because I don't know, we were probably a year in or so. And it was to the point where, like, I kind of thought things were going to be fine. Like, maybe it wasn't once a month anymore mm-hmm. when we're having, like, these issues. Yeah. Um, I don't know if some of that, well, at that point, we also moved long distance. Um, so I don't know if that is some of the difference as well. Because it's not like we were together every single day. We usually mm-hmm. were together like once a month, probably. Mm-hmm. And even being together once a month was difficult um, because Jen, Jen's parents are so crazy and um, like controlling that everything has to like make sense to them. And like Jen would lie to her parents and say that I had a boyfriend um, and just said that he was like in the military. Whoa. I'm sorry, what? So that they would think that I was straight. So then they wouldn't have with anything your... to worry about. Did she do this with your permission? Um, no, not really. I don't really think she said. I think she just, like, was like, yeah, I said that you had a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. But wow. be- because if she didn't, like, her That's mom... choice. Her mom would question, like, well, why do you need to go hang out with Haley? Like, why do you want to go to Penn State and hang out with Haley? Why do you want to go do this? Like, whatever. So, like, She's you a could- grown-ass mm-hmm. adult. Because mm-hmm. friends? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that... But, like, it had to make sense, and it had to not be any But does inkling. it not make sense to go visit friends? To go visit... I have long-distance friends that I see all the time. Same. And whatever Jen's mom thought was too close was too close. <laughs> wow. So, like, even that made it hard. So then we'd have to secretly, like, see each other. So, like, if Jen... Sometimes it, I would get frustrated because I was the one traveling all the time. And when we did long distance, we were four and a half hours apart, regardless of where she was. So like when she was still an undergrad and hadn't graduated yet, we were four and a half hours apart. When she went to grad school in a completely different state, we were still four and a half hours apart. So it wasn't like an easy trip to make every weekend while I'm also in grad school, right, also yeah. going through a huff, like tough class load, etc. Um, so I would kind of get frustrated. Like, can you, can you make the drive <laughs> one right. of these times? And they would have to make sure they didn't take any tolls because the car belonged to her parents. And at that point, PA was doing, like, the photos. And mm-hmm. so they would mail the toll to your house. And so her parents would have gotten the bill and not her. So Why she, could she not have just paid the toll cash? That PA wasn't doing that anymore. Oh, it's they were... photo only. Like, oh. photo of the license plates. They just mail it straight to your house. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so she had to make sure she couldn't take any toll roads um, if she was going to come visit. Had to make sure that, like... Her parent, her parents would have no idea where she was. Like they just thought she was like at school, wherever she was supposed to be. Um, so that always sucked because her mom control like once again calls her every single day, and like that's fine if you want to talk to your parents every single day, but like every single day. Um, and so her, her phone would ring, and I would like freeze. Like trauma response was just like frozen, like couldn't breathe. I did not exist. Like made myself very small. Like nope, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Um, she would have whatever conversation she needed to have. And then, like, she would hang up. So not only were you minimizing who you are as a human being, you were making yourself not exist. Yep. So, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Even for, like, a five, ten minute phone call, basically making yourself disappear is so intense. Yeah, like, well, I didn't want I just I just to... I just want to give you a hug right now. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. when we're done recording, I need to have a group <laughs> hug occur because Jesus Christ. It's like, because you didn't want her, her mom to hear you yeah, in the background. Right. Like you, so whenever she would come visit me, I have a cat, I'd mm-hmm. get stressed that Olive was going to start fucking meowing. Like, oh she would God. go into the bathroom instead just so Olive wouldn't, like, be picked up. Like, it was a whole thing. Every now and then, she would, like, give in because the guilt would get too bad and so mm-hmm. she'd be like, oh, by the way, Haley came to visit 
But she was going to go visit one of her other friends. Like, that's why. Mm -hmm. And she just needed a place to stay because she was visiting one of her other friends and they didn't have room for her. Right. Like, and some lie would come up out of it. All of that was a lot. But we got to this point where she kind of wanted to come out a Mm -hmm. little bit. Like, she was... Once she hit grad school, her thing, like, at first, it seemed that she got better the further physically she was away from her parents. Like, the more distance right. she could put between them, the... Siri, shut the Literally fuck shut up, Siri. <laughs> but see, that makes so much more sense, like... Well, she, she, didn't, she, she didn't want them it. to, like, pop up. Yeah. Right? She was really afraid that they would just, like, show up. Um, That's terrifying. And she didn't want them to show up while I was there and, like, be in her bed. Like, obviously. I had nightmares. I had a nightmare that her mom shot me. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god. The, okay, her okay, mom has I a concealed think we carry. Need to unpack this, Baby, are you in therapy? No, but if not, me. I will give you my therapist card. Please, please. Yeah. So subtle, subtle every day, every episode plug of therapy. Yeah, just go to therapy. Just go to therapy. <laughs> Honestly, everyone needs therapy. Even if you think you don't have trauma in your life, you do, baby. No, I got some trauma. Mm-hmm. Everybody got mm-hmm. trauma, or everybody caused trauma. Exactly. Wow, dude. <laughs> I am I'm just mind blown right now. Like I don't I don't have any like quips or witty commentary. Like I really genuinely am just so sorry that you had to experience that. Yeah. 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 And so like I said, eventually she started to feel like she wanted to come out and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like we're making progress because she was further away from her parents, so she mm-hmm. had that like a little bit of clarity and a little bit of freedom for like the first time of like yeah, they're not distance. gonna just show up. Because it's at least a five-hour drive. Like, we're going to have some kind the of physical warning. distance. But I still want to put five distance. hours behind them. Like, oh, no. They definitely I, I, would. Oh, they Are you kidding me? I would. If I was her, I'd be in, living in another country right now. Yeah. 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 Like, their five hours is not enough, baby. It's not enough. Um, so, we would talk about it. I'm like, well, okay, well, maybe maybe we can come out to, like, my family. Because mm-hmm. she, like, loved my mom. Um, yeah. I think a lot of that was that she, like, craved the attention and, like, love that was unconditional. Yes. Yeah. From a parent, because she wasn't getting that. Yeah. There were definitely conditions. There were so many conditions. Um, so she, like, loved my mom. And I knew, like, my mom would be fine. Yeah. Um, my small problem with my own life in that area was that when I, like, went to college, my parents were the people that, like, voted for Obama. And you're like, cool, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. And then when I came back from college, my dad was watching Fox News all the time. And I was like, Make it make sense. The, what, are we, what are we doing? The, the <laughs> aging pipeline from Democrat to Republican is real. And so, but it made me anxious. Yeah. Because then yeah. I'm like, are we cool? Or right. Are we not yeah, cool? yeah. So, this is probably going to, it makes me laugh. Everyone else will probably think this is trauma, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't think they think that. I think that that's real. But so, when I decided, Jen and I had gone back and forth. Um, a couple of times for probably like I don't know at least four months mm-hmm. on whether or not we should come out and like yeah. she was kind of pushing it and I was kind of annoyed because <laughs> I was like bitch you you are the problem yeah. so don't push me how on long my into the timeline. four years was this uh, about two years almost exactly a little over two years like okay, two so years we're and still two in weeks the middle of this relationship like two years and two weeks probably wow because wow. it was Christmas break of my of my first or second year of grad school. Okay. Um, so finally I was kind of like, all right, I'll do it over Christmas break. Like I was home for three weeks. I was like, I'll do it over Christmas break. Well, I'm a procrastinator and I have anxiety. So You procrastinate? Crazy. Who'd no. have thought? I never would have so, guessed. I do appreciate that you're a procrastinator. You, you somehow manage to always be like early or on time. That, somehow. That's the softball trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I that's be, another episode. Being 15 minutes early was late. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So it's that Christmas break. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I think I honestly just... I don't even remember if I told her I was going to do it. Like, I think I did leading up to that point. Right. But, like, day of, I don't think I was like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want her to decide to back out of it. It also was my choice because it was my parents. Yeah. And we had talked about it and it seemed like a good thing. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm just not giving her the chance to back out. This is my family and my life. So, I'm going to make this decision. But the funny part is that I was on a, like, heart uh, pacemaker situation. Like, they were uh, checking my heart. Okay. And 
so I had to like have a little notebook and write every time I made a bowel movement or if I got really stressed so they can like see if there was a reason my heart rate increased. Got it. Wait, does pooping make your heart rate increase? I guess. I don't know why oh they need God. to know that, but they just needed to know. They're like, write down every time you poop. And I'm just I like, I have a okay. blood pressure cuff. I'm about to start taking my blood pressure when I poop. <laughs> so they're like monitoring my heart. I have this little baby heart monitor on because they're trying to figure out what, like what's wrong with my accelerated heart rate. And I decided... Um, I don't know. Anxiety? Mm-hmm. I decided, you know, when would be a great time to tell my parents that While I'm queer? While you're wearing the fucking heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Indeed. I um, see the doctor just being like, oh, Wait, so, so did what you put that in your fun? journal? Came out to parents? I think I did. I think... Actually, I think I was like, Iconic. underwent incredibly stressful situation. Felt like I was going to pass out. Fucking <laughs> like, like, into my Into my poop journal. Uh, <laughs> It's so, just like bowel movement at 12.43 p.m. came out to parents at 1.45. <laughs> so it actually was late at night because it was the last night of Christmas break. The next day I was supposed to be driving back to Penn State. Jesus. And my dad went to bed early and I was like, fuck, now what do I do? So I marched back to his room and you I knocked, woke knocked. up your dad. He wasn't asleep yet. I could hear him on TikTok. Everyone relax. Your dad's on TikTok? My dad's on TikTok more than anybody in my family, and I have three brothers, ages 21, 15, and 13. That man wow. is on there more than anyone else. I love I it. I would love oh. to see his For You page. <laughs> Same. I can only imagine what that thing looks like. <laughs> so I, like, marched my little ass back there, and I'm like, Dad, can you come here? And he was like, what do you need? And I was like, can you just, can you just come here? <laughs> And he was like, oh my god, I can't believe you're making me get out of it. I'm like, will you just, fucking does the same will you just thing. fucking come here? So he comes down the hallway, and my mom is sitting in her chair, and I look at them, I said, okay, so, so here's the thing. Uh, Jen and I, Jen and I are not just friends. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. They're and like I was like, hand. I was like, we're, we're dating. And I like, my knees buckled. <laughs> I, like, oh. <laughs> I like sat down. Um, and my dad like hugged me and like we had this really great moment. And my mom, my mom was like pissed, not because that Jen and I were dating, but because I didn't tell her. her. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, how long? And I was like, oh, well, two years. <laughs> and she's like, she's been in our house. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you can't sleep. She was like, we wouldn't let your brother sleep with his girlfriend when she came over. I said, my girlfriend cannot get me pregnant. So I think we're fine. Facts. Facts. <laughs> and she's like, that's not the point. And there's this whole thing. So that I is t- exactly the point. <laughs> that is the point. So that, so that, like, that happened two years. I texted Jen to be like, hey, I came out to our parents and she was not happy. <laughs> she was like, you did what? And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I came out to my parents. They know that we're dating. And then she was upset with me for like the rest of the evening. And then by the next day, she was fine. So it ended yeah. up being fine. Um, but she did get stressed about like coming to the house. Because she was like, well, now they know. I'm like, yeah, now they know. And they're chill. And I'm like, yeah, and they don't care. Right. Yeah. So, like, and they're not being weird about it. They know your situation's terrible. Because I told my parents, I was like, mm. Jen's parents are pieces of shit yeah. when it comes to this. So, like, I don't know. And my parents were like, they she could stay here. Like, they were very welcoming and open to that if, like, that's what needed to happen. Like, they were going to give her a place to land if she chose to take that option. Wow. Um, She just never did. But she also had other financial like, burdens that were mm, yeah. being held on, over her head as well. Um, so that was, like, at the two-year mark or so. And like I said, but still couldn't be out on social media because her parents couldn't get a whiff of the fact that I was gay. Wow. Or it would have been an issue. Wow. I'm so speechless. Yeah. Honestly, okay, so you know that I'm really good at stalking people on social media. And when you had mentioned Jen to us, I went to your Instagram to try and figure out who this person was and what she looked like. And it took me so long to even find a photo that she was in with you on your Instagram. And I was like, what the, like, I, I honestly, until I found out that you were not able to be out, I thought that you had just like deleted everything with her in Mm. it. And so I was like, okay, well maybe that's why, but which would make sense. That's a, plausible yeah reason. no yeah. they're still up there like even now like we're we've been broken up for almost two years um and everything's still posted because none of it is anything that crazy and they're, yeah. tri- they're trips that i still liked that i did like yeah, we went hiking yeah, like, or like we whatever so like none of them were like mushy sappy posts that i like would make me uncomfortable now mm-hmm. because yeah. they weren't that <laughs> so wow. we're at the peak you've come out you told jen that you've come out what she is she was pissed about it very pissed <laughs> What does the second half of your relationship look like with you being out and still being forced in the closet? So basically for me, at that point, I was able to be out 
everywhere else. Yeah. So I was out in my grad school program. Mm-hmm. Um, once I graduated that, I was out with my coworkers um, at the COVID lab that I worked in. That was a fun time. Everyone in that lab happened to be queer. We don't know how that happened. And we were like, the queers are solving COVID. Because the queers care about the community, baby. (laughs) So, like, that was that. Jen had started to come out to, like, her friends in grad school. So, like, her friends knew. So, like... Wow. Step in the right direction. Yeah. Like, it felt like things were going in the correct direction um, as far as that stuff is concerned. Mm -hmm. And I would say we weren't even really having as many issues about, like, the whole I can't be out situation. Because, right. like, she was seeing that there were places where she could be. Yeah. yeah and so it was safe. Yeah. And then I was just, I don't know, I was really fucking patient. I was incredibly patient. Um, And, like, with what I dealt with and whatnot. So I just kind of let it, like, go like that. I was yeah. like, yeah, like, she needs to figure out that it's not just me that supports mm-hmm. her. There are other people. She can build a community. There are places where she can be safe. And then hopefully once she figures that out and once she can get out from under this, like once she graduates, maybe then we can be fine. Yeah. We just never made it to that point because then we broke up. So. (laughs) So do you feel comfortable talking to us about the breakup? Like, is that okay? Is that something that we can dive into? Um, No, it's totally fine. Yeah, Yeah, probably not. It doesn't really have anything to do with that stuff. It has to deal more with her own like other separate trauma, which is definitely like not my like place to speak on. Gotcha. Um, Got it. Yeah, so... Totally fair. Well, which makes sense. Yeah. But so now you're... I'm going to call this, like, your recovery period. Yes. These yes. last two years, you've been single, you moved to a new place, you've made some new friends. What What is your recovery, quote-unquote, like, now that you can be 100% openly gay, social media, publicly, talk about it, you're on our podcast, blah, 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 blah. Um, I guess at this point, what I've decided is, like, I matter. <laughs> And, like, what mm-hmm. I want to do matters. Um, and I've also, I guess it's probably, it's kind of, like, a decision. Uh, but I've basically made the decision or, like, the stipulation for myself that, like, I'm not, I don't want to date a closeted person, like, uh-huh. ever again. Right. <laughs> like, you, I don't want to do that to myself. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to re-closet myself at this point. So, like, that's not something that I'm super interested you in. You value yourself yes. more than you would value a relationship with someone who is in the closet. Yes. And, yeah. like, that definitely was not what yeah. was happening before. You, wow. I remember you saying, because you made a hinge not too long ago. Yeah. And I remember you saying that, like, one of your first matches was brand <laughs> new to the queer game. And you're like, I'm not anybody's, like, trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that something that you've always felt? Or is that something that because of your relationship with Jen and being closeted that you're, like... I need somebody, like, I can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would definitely have to come from being in that relationship and just not wanting to put myself through that again. Yeah. Like, once we broke up and once I got over, like, the initial, like, heartbreak and whatnot, yeah. my mental health has been so much better. Um, I love that for you. I feel like I was having, like, actual depressive episodes, like, lay in bed for 16 plus hours at a time, like, not get out of bed situations, mm-hmm. like, once a month. And now I don't couldn't tell you the last one I had one probably pre breakup. That's really like, proud of you. I, love I think that. some of it was just not having to constantly worry about are we going to break up because this is too much for her. Yeah. Well, and relationships should never be a source of fear. Yeah. yeah, they should be a source of joy and a source of happiness and a source of contentment. So the fact that for four years you were basically walking on eggshells, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I I can't even imagine the stress that that puts on you, not only mentally and emotionally, but physically too. I mean, that's yeah. so taxing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it was it was crazy. Um, I don't know. That's fucking insane, man. Wow. So w- you guys are still friends today. Yeah. And do you know if Jen is like out completely or like half out still? Uh, Definitely still like half out. Maybe even we should call it but probably like a quarter out. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think she will ever fully come out? I don't. I don't know. Um, I really like hope she does. Like I've mm-hmm. always told her even when we were together, which like this was not good for me, but it was good for her. But mm-hmm. I was like, you don't even like even if we are not the end game like we are not who ends up together yeah like i want you to be able to come out like i want you to be able to be comfortable and have like that happiness and the relief of all of that like even when we were together i was like it doesn't have to be us but like you deserve this regardless yeah yeah absolutely um so yeah i don't know it's difficult for her for sure she has like weird obviously family trauma um that's evident Mm -hmm. but it like makes her 
feel like she owes them something. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if she'll ever get over that. Yeah. Like, she's always like, oh, but they're my family. I'm like, and I personally, like, who fucking cares? Like, if they're going to treat you like shit, then, like, that's not someone you should hold above other people. No. Blood does not mean that you are beholden. Yeah. Blood of the womb is not thicker than water of the coven. Or, no, water of the womb is not thicker Mm -hmm. than blood of the coven. Whatever the phrase is. Yeah. But you guys, as my chosen family, I know that, like, if I'm having anxiety or if I'm having issues with somebody, I could go to one of y'all and be like, am I dumb? And, like, am <laughs> I going do not this? ever <laughs> say that phrase again. Before we started recording, she asked us if she was dumb about 68 times. I think she it also asked 69. us three times yesterday. Yes. It was 69. You Thank are you. not. You are not dumb. But it's like, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, when you have that chosen family that makes you feel loved and cared for and seen, it's so much easier to be who you are. And that's exactly yeah. what that phrase is. Water of the womb is, or blood of the coven is thicker than water of the womb. Mm-hmm. Blood is thicker. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's like your chosen family are the people that are going to love you the most. Yeah. And luckily for you, Haley, like your family really didn't give a shit. Your family was just like... I'm pissed you didn't tell me you were in a relationship <laughs> yeah. for two years. Yeah. But I don't give a shit that it's a girl. You know, yeah. my parents were the same way when I came out with my partner. My mom was just like, okay, fucking and. And my dad was like, if they beat you up, I'm going to beat them up. Like, yeah. yeah. It's as simple as that. But not everybody's life is that way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and very obviously with Jen, Jen's life is definitely not that way. So I hope their chosen family or her chosen family yeah. is supporting her the way that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it really does speak to how close you can get to people that are not blood related to yeah. you because I, that's what happens in relationships. Yeah. I mean, the bonds yeah. that you form with people that you're in relationships with are so beyond anything that you could ever have. Well, and you, please don't do incest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there are moments where like Liv or I will text each other and it's something that I could not ask anyone else on this planet. Yep. And, like, it's not a question I could ask any of anyone else to call me in on. And same with you, Haley. Yeah. Like, we have conversations that are just, like, like, the other day I just texted you and I was like, hi, I miss you. Because literally <laughs> you just popped up in my head and I was like, oh, my God, Haley. <laughs> yeah. It's – when you have that support, it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. And not having that support can really hurt you. And we see that with Jen. We see that with my partner. We see that with people – like some of our listeners who aren't out yet who yeah. are dealing with that or struggling with that like it's, yeah. it can be very difficult but it I mean it's your story speaks to how amazing you are and how you will put somebody that Truly. you love first no matter what yeah you know maybe too much take care of yourself sometimes <laughs> hashtag therapy uh, yeah shameless plug for therapy once again, again. <laughs> but okay so we are post four year relationship two years single you are now newly dating what does this look like for you how are you battling your not an insecurity but your anxiety being closeted or not or not being enough for somebody or whatever how Mm -hmm. is that affecting your current dating life yeah um i guess i'm just very selective um on the dating app which is not that surprising because dating is selective about everything in your life yeah that's also the team but (laughs) um I also hadn't, like, before Jen, I wasn't out, so I wasn't really dating. And then Mm -hmm. dating Jen, we didn't really, like, date per se. Like, we were just together. So, like, all of this is very new um, in general. So I feel like I'm just very selective on there. And then if I match with somebody and, like, that first girl that I matched with very quickly was like, yeah, so I'm pretty new to the bi-les scene. Mm -hmm. It's, like, her direct quote. And I was like, oh, Maybe not this then. Right, yeah. yeah. And so I guess I've just, like, been paying attention to that and, like, making sure that that's just something I'm aware of mm-hmm. um, and then make decisions going forward that way. Yeah, and I think that's the smart thing to do. Yeah. But just just so everyone knows in the audience, um, we, Liv and I, are featured on Haley's Hinge profile. Yes. So yes. And my first and most recent date said that that was her favorite part, so. Amazing. I love it. Amazing. I'm pretty sure Liv was half asleep. <laughs> on Hallie's floor pretty sure I was and I was just every time we're at Hallie's house my back just hurts it's always it's probably because we sleep or sit on the floor and yeah and she's always like sit on the couch and we're just like no floor I'm a floor but here's the thing we have to sit like right now we're sitting in a half circle we looking at all three of us like yeah when we when we go to Hallie's house and we just sit on the sofa. We we, we, we would nobody. all be yeah. So we would I'll all just, just be sit facing on the, the wall floor and make eye contact with you bitches. 
Like, yes. so until Hallie gets more seating in her living room, I'm sitting on the fucking floor. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, I just bought a new sofa, and now I'm like, all right, bitches, I can see you sitting there, you sitting there, and then my table, like... I love it. Now I'll host. Hallie, we love coming over to your house, just so you know. And I am a floor gremlin. I Don't also get a am chair. a floor gremlin. I'm just really creeping up to 30, <laughs> so my back hurts. If my roommate's dog didn't shed as much as she did, I'd... I'd to be a floor gremlin, but I mm-hmm. vacuum every hour. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough for babies. Or love them, but they are very, 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 very messy. Love hate them. Yeah. But okay. So, what advice do you have for anybody else who's actively in this situation? Yeah. What would you say? I would say to maybe not let um, like all the love that you're feeling cloud everything else. Um, because I definitely feel like I did that. Facts. So no rose colored glasses yeah. here. And like yes. really decide like how much you can put up with. And while I understand like ultimatums are not great and like not something you should do, but like maybe make one with yourself. Like not necessarily yeah. on that person, but just if you are trying to give them space and patience to make the decision to come up come out themselves. Yeah. Just think about yourself as well and say, How long am I willing to put up with that if it takes them X amount of time? If it's if a year is too long, mm-hmm. then okay. Then at a year, you're going to have to revisit and rethink the relationship that you're in and then have that conversation with them. Yeah. Right. But again, I definitely, like, I don't agree with putting that on them because, like, that's not mm-hmm. fair to have, give them that pressure. But maybe yeah. just thinking about it yourself in the back of your mind. Um, but yeah, definitely think about putting yourself first, at least some of the time. <laughs> um, all of the time? But mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll start at 75% of the time and Listen. then we'll work our way up to 100%. Yes. <laughs> Five percent increases monthly. Right. What are we? Insurance rates? <laughs> <laughs> but this I said insurance, I meant fucking interest rates. I'm dumb. No, you're not. Three nice things about yourself right now. I got cute titties. Yes. I got a cute booty. Yes. And I have nice little hands. Yes. <laughs> Boom. So this entire conversation reminds me of the movie The Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart. Holy uh, shit, yeah. Have you you guys yeah, have seen it? I hate that movie. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I watch it every year. I don't like it because it's toxic. Because I lived it. <laughs> you don't I like it because it hits too close Yeah, home, my I, dear. I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> I watch that movie and I do not like it. To be yeah. fair, though, in that case, Kristen Stewart did not know. That's true. That's true. Kristen, That's true. It was Kristen Stewart was on definitely her. blindsided in that yes. movie. So, spoiler alert for any of our audience members who have This movie's been out it. for like three years. No spoiler alerts for y'all. Okay, listen here. The first time I saw it was two Christmases ago. But I watch it every Christmas now. So, spoiler alert. Okay, fine. <laughs> on it. Basically, Kristen Stewart is the main character. They are in an openly lesbian mm-hmm. relationship. So they- she thinks. they go home to their partner's house for christmas and their partner is closeted so closeted to the point that like it actually causes trauma to kristen stewart's character kristen stewart has to sleep in the basement bedroom that's also a storage because they were roommates they were and they were roommates. (laughs) that's the backstory the girlfriend gives but it, that's true. They were roommates. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that process. And the more that you were telling your story with us, Haley, the more I was like, fucking Kristen Stewart over here? Like, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. But if I look like Kristen Stewart. <laughs> if you looked like Kristen Stewart, that I would, would be, date you. That would <laughs> be a problem. I think that would be a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. It would be a problem if you looked like Kristen Stewart because amongst our friendship. <laughs> yeah. Our friend friendship group. would honestly be ruined. I don't know yeah. if we could be friends. <laughs> yes. So I think that... N- no <laughs> Kristen Stewart is on my hall pass list with my partner like fair there's just I was watching um the movie that she did in 2020 called Underwater mm-hmm. have you guys seen it yeah so I watched it for yep. the first time the other day and the in the entire opening scene she's just in a bra in uh, sweatpants and I was like babe I sh- I have to like put a cold towel on me right now like, amazing I am just too distracted too by Kristen warm, Stewart too warm <laughs> There is, there's only one person on my hall pass list, and it's weird because it's a man. Is it Pedro Pascal? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) We all knew that, though. (laughs) The the internet did not know. But you can know now. Pedro Pascal, chef's kiss. If you're out there, if you're listening, if you ever listen to this, no. I love you. I am in love with you. I love you. You really are. My hot, sexy daddy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's giving 
It's giving. I don't care that you're a man. He's like bi wife energy. Yeah, he has bi wife energy. I was gonna say he gives me the vibe that like he would enjoy good pegging. Oh my god, wait. (laughs) Yes, but also today is his birthday. So happy birthday! What we're recording? It's his birthday. So happy birthday, baby. Love (laughs) Love you so much. Okay, so a question actually just popped into my head. Go for it. Um, so with you and Jen. If, let's say Jen was to be 100% out and they mm-hmm. cut their family off at the knees and they said, fuck you if you don't support me. Would you go back? I don't know. Um, I feel like we'd have to have a lot of like conversation about that. Jen mm-hmm. also needs a lot of therapy um, for other reasons that aren't related to her family. Therapy um, plug number three. <laughs> Cough, bitch, we all do. Cough. Yes. Um, <laughs> so she would need to do that as well because like some of that had to deal with our breakup and whatnot. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. At this point, I guess I'm where I am in my life where I don't want to, like, hold myself to that because I feel like it's just going to end up holding me back. I feel like at one point, probably earlier on after, like, closer to the breakup, I was kind of like, well, if she gets her shit together. Right. (laughs) If she goes to therapy and leaves her dumbass family, then maybe we could get this to work out. Yeah, but that's a tall ask. And it is. And it is. Yeah. And, and, like, I know that, which I get is honestly probably good because I am definitely... Um, gonna hold myself to that and like yeah. not wanting to date a closeted person again right um so it makes me not easily fall back into yeah. like being with her um so yeah so that's kind of like why my my hinge profile more recently anyway was that i felt comfortable finally and like willing um to just kind of like let all of that go and I like see what i can do and see with other people that's um, called growth yeah yes look at me go blossom <laughs> yeah i love it But in my personal experience, for those who have a happy, healthy family that would just kind of be annoyed or, you know, maybe they'll just cut you off or maybe it'll just be awkward for a little bit. Like you don't really get your cake and eat it too. You know, you also have to think about what you're putting your partner through. And I, a part of me wishes that Jen had thought about you in that way, because I would have loved to see how this relationship with y'all would have changed if that Um, was the case. But again, like I know speaking from personal experience as the person who was closeted dating somebody who was out when I was in high school, it is a very, very tough, torn decision to make. You also have to come to that point on your own. That isn't something that anyone could or should ask of you or force you to do. Yeah. I mean, can that conversation be had with a partner? Of course, those conversations can be had, but you should never put someone in a position where they have to come out to stay with you. In that case, you need to leave the relationship because that's unhealthy. Um, And you need to make sure that you are being healthy to your partner and being healthy to yourself. So acknowledge when it's too much for you Mm -hmm. and then also allow your partner to acknowledge when they're not ready to make those decisions for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like you said, Haley, where it was like, just put yourself first. Mm -hmm. Give yourself like a mini ultimatum. Yeah. You know? Give yourself the ultimatum, not your partner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give yourself the ultimatum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that was an accident. You're fine. (laughs) But my favorite scene in The Happiest Season is at the end where... No, no, the end cannot be your favorite. No, hold on, let me get there. Okay, 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 fine, 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 fine. One of my favorite episode, uh, parts of the movie is when Kristen Stewart is talking, is it David Levy? Dan Levy. Dan Levy. And when he's David and he's David Creek. Creek. That's what yeah. it is. So, yep. <laughs> Their characters are talking and Dan Levy's character is saying to Kristen Stewart, like, everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have a good coming out. But you did. Right. So you have to give your partner grace. But at the same time, you can only give them so much grace before it starts affecting you. Mm -hmm. You know, and then when you have that, when it starts affecting you, have that conversation with yourself. Have that ultimatum with yourself. Yeah. Is that fine to be my favorite (laughs) scene, I? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) What is your favorite scene? I don't have one because the movie is, it is really toxic. I love the movie as a whole, but I hate the ending. And the ending does oh, no, ruin it for fuck that me ending. Because they should not have stayed together. No, fuck that That was ending. so wrong. Kristen Stewart should have mm-hmm. been with um, whatever her name is. She was also on Parks and Rec. She played April in Parks and Rec. Oh, 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 oh my name? God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Aubrey Plaza. Kristen Stewart mm, should have ended Aubrey up with Aubrey Plaza's babe. character. Oh, have you guys watched White Lotus season two? No. no, I don't watch White Lotus. 
It's so good. I know everybody says that. It's so good. I'm in a, I'm in my documentary era, so right now I'm watching a lot of conspiracy theory documentaries. Okay, amazing. You need to watch White Lotus, okay. Haley, because I need someone to talk to about it. Perfect. Um, because my brother finally watched it, and he watched the second season first, and I'm like, bitch. <laughs> what? Wait, what? where can you watch White Lotus? HBO, HBO Max. Max. I think I have that. If not, I'll give you. Is my that mind. where is that where The Last of Us is? Yes. 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 Then I have HBO Max. Perfect. Um. I will start it tonight. Incredible show. Forgot why I brought that up. Something. Does it involve gays? It does. As a, as a matter of fact, heavily in both seasons. Um, in very interesting ways. But I don't know why I brought that up. Either way. No, I don't have a favorite scene in that movie. I, well, maybe. Aubrey maybe, Plaza. That's why you brought that up. Yes, Aubrey Plaza. Okay, well, if we're going back to Happiest Season, actually, maybe when Kristen Stewart gets apprehended by mall cops. <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's what I like. That's the scene I like because ultimately it's a really shitty situation, and I think that it was it was awful that they ended it the way that they did. That they ended it with them being together because it should have shown like that Kristen Stewart valued herself more than that. Yeah, she shouldn't have been me. Yeah, don't pull a Haley. Don't be a Haley (laughs) (laughs) in this regard. Otherwise, I'm pretty great. No, she's the best, and she's funny. (laughs) Very, in fact. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt and she's funny. <laughs> I love that. I just have so many t-shirt ideas. I just love t-shirts. But you know, when we get to the point where we can make merch, there's going to be so much of it all at once. I would love it. Well, you can find us uh, on all social media outlets as at subqueers, S-U-P-Q-U-E-E-R-S. And if you want to suggest uh, a topic for an episode or you want to reach out to us and talk to us at all, you can reach out on our gmail which is subqueers at gmail.com mine is my instagram's private mm-hmm. so it's like you, mine too you can find me and you can friend me but i'm gonna vet every request that comes in so don't get offended if you do request but also you can follow my twitter mm-hmm. which is i'm pretty sure it's just berghouse olivia b-e-r-g-h-u-i-s i'm gonna tell you that the first time i read your uh your last name i was like berghui <laughs> what is what does andy say bourgeoisie bourgeoisie I'm not mad at that, but also, like, that's wrong. <laughs> it's also a real word. It is. What does it mean? The bourgeoisie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to have a whole separate conversation about a this. A history lesson, in fact. A history lesson offline. <gasps> Yay. Yeah, very fun. Um, but anyway, please um, follow us wherever you find us, and it would really help us out if you could leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, we've been putting Q&As on our Spotify episodes, so if you are listening on Spotify, please go ahead and answer the Q&A that's under this episode, um, and you can do that on any episodes. Uh, also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a review. It really, really helps for other people to be able to find us. And yeah, until next time, that's what's up. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye.